I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. Hey Ben, how are you doing this week? Good morning, man. Um, I'm hanging in there this week. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I'd say probably kind of the same. Uh, getting a little bit tired at the end of the week. Um, but yeah, it, it's yeah, it's been good. Yeah, so last night I was doing some work on Potion. Uh, actually, I was working on um, Bootstrap Boost as well. Oh yeah, that's that's why I'm a little bit confused because I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I'm jumping all over mm. <laughs> with these different projects. Um, but yeah, I was I was working a bit on that last night, and so I'm a little bit tired this morning. Um, but then I found this this weird thing called Earth Two. I, io have you have you seen this yeah i, I saw you tweet about it and checked it out briefly <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so then i kind of went down that rabbit hole <laughs> and i was just like what is this it was blowing my mind because it's basically like a second world um it's a virtual world um that's basically right now it's basically just like this whole map that is the same uh, as the earth and i guess their goal is to make like a virtual reality game where basically everything that you see in earth you can also see that like in the game and it's like yeah. mapped one to one um so yeah it's it was just kind of crazy but then they're like you can like invest in it and like you can buy land in this <laughs> virtual world and uh yeah, so there's there's some people going crazy about that. It's it's almost like <laughs> people are thinking maybe it's like the next Bitcoin or something. <laughs> yeah, I it, I think it's a little weird because there's really no value in it yet. Like, I mean, it's just creating, right. you know, <laughs> like if there's demand, then that could create value. But so far, it's just like, huh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like this could very easily go to a zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When those uh, couple of developers get tired and uh, yep. are tired of trying to build this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, man, you you started the Bootstrap Boost thing, right? Um, yeah, so I've been working on that that lasts, uh, it's almost been two weeks of working on that now. <clears throat> um, that I've been working with Hyperjump is the, the project that I've been working on. So yeah, that's been fun. Um, we kind of first started out just planning out, you know, what piece, uh, what, what the scope of what I should work on and what that should be, that that would be the most value. Um, and so kind of landed on that together. Um, and then I just started working on it. Um, so, so far, basically I have like the, the UI, um, kind of the front end done for, for the tool that I'm building for him. Um, and then I just, you know, there's still lots to do with it. Like just like cooking up everything and actually adding functionality, but kind of have the shell there right now. So that's been good. Sweet. And so now you, you basically have this second project and kind of have to juggle your time and then you discover weird stuff on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think the, the word that would describe how I'm feeling right now pretty well is the word overwhelmed oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh which i do this to myself from time to time i just you know <laughs> I, I like to say yes to things and so 
then I, 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 you know, I get too many things on my plate and then I'm like, oh man, I got so much stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that are, happens. Are, are you, are you like that? Like, do you like to say yes to things or are you okay? Just like saying no to where like, yeah. Oh, I, f- I feel like I'm saying no a lot already. Um, but if I spot like a good opportunity and I know it's, it, it kind of doesn't really fit in my schedule anymore. I might still say yes, <laughs> um, but it really depends yeah. on if like if if I think like it's a cool project or not. Um, and I I think I'm generally pretty pretty okay at saying no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one kind of example of this that just happened recently for me is so this is pretty cool. Like this this guy that wants to use potion. <clears throat> You know, he wants to use it, but then he was like, hey, actually, uh, do you want me to, like, help with some of the development work on this? <laughs> and I was like, uh, well, I don't really have money to pay for uh, anyone to help with Potion right now, but uh, thanks for offering. And then he's like, oh, actually, I, <clears throat> I want to do it for free. Like, Okay. <laughs> I mean. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, which is cool, but. You know, the the funny thing with something like that is it's actually still not free to me necessarily. You know, it, it very much so depends on, like, what he wants to do, what's his skill set. Like, yeah. if you if you just have someone work on your project, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's it's worth it, I guess. Yep. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Um, so I think I'm going to just talk to him more to see what he's uh, thinking with that. <clears throat> I mean, it could but, you know it, something... it could be both, right? Like it could be just perfect, and if like the person is really skilled and a good communicator, it could could play out well. But it could also like right. add a huge overhead in communicating. It might add like right, technical right. depth on the road and <laughs> really go badly. <laughs> right, right. But that's one of those things there. I I think I can tend to be like, oh yeah, we yeah I can do that, and then you know it it could end up taking more time than I was expecting. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, <clears throat> I mean, uh, I'm not saying that like Bootstrap Boost is one of those scenarios. Like that was definitely something that I, I planned out. Like this is something I want to do, and I'm I'm really happy to be doing that. So that's been a lot of a lot of fun um, working on that project. That's awesome. Sweet. Um, so anything for potion that you that you did this week? Yeah. Let's see. Kind of seeing my my list of tasks that i've been working on um so one of the things uh that i I got working was basically being able to take payments um how i'm setting up right now is just i'm gonna send like an invoice so it's not um you know completely like programmatically set up with the product currently but I have a way that, you know, I can send an invoice, um, get the get a customer to pay for it, and I'm going to just kind of do it manually like that for a little while at least just because, you know, I don't have to spend the time to completely set it up yet. But yeah, yeah. So I'm using Stripe to do that. So that was good. Um, I added uh, Mixpanel. So I use Mixpanel for, uh, like, logging the events um, that, that users are, are doing. And so then I can kind of have an idea of like what's going on, uh, if they run into something or I can kind of see, uh, how they're using 
potion. Um, so I got that set up. Kind of was getting the, the last things I needed to have set up before I kind of opened up early access. Um, <clears throat> another thing I did was uh, doing checkboxes check in potions. So uh, in Notion, you can have like a, a to-do that's kind of like a checkbox. And that was a, a, a block that I hadn't gotten gotten working yet with potion so got yeah, to get that one done because i feel like people are going to use that one for sure yeah I was, I was wondering about that actually because there are a ton of blocks right like are you are you prioritizing some of them and you just leave some out or how's that work so i have most of them working <clears throat> already uh there's a few that i don't have uh completely yet and and th some of those are like ones that i'll probably have to push like to get to later but i think i have most of the key ones so like some of the ones i don't have are um embeds so mm. uh, you can like embed like an iframe or something like that <clears throat> and that works uh but there's kind of some more custom embeds that notion like automatically supports like google maps or oh, yeah, uh, yeah. type type form um I don't know. There's like there's like ten to fifteen of those that uh, those don't all work yet with potion. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably do some of those eventually, but I don't. I also don't think they're like a, a super high priority right now. So yep, yep. So that's good. Yeah, I'd say. So um, too. the other the other ones that I don't have completely working yet, and actually this is another thing I worked on this last week, um, is the databases. So, um. If you're familiar with Notion, you can kind of create like a database, almost like a, an Excel spreadsheet, and you have you know all the the data for the different uh, keys in, in that data. Um, but then the cool thing is that you can show that data in like eight, I think there's yeah like seven or eight different ways, which they call views in Notion. Um, so there's like you know just a list of the data, there's a table of the data. There's kind of like a, a Kanban chart um, that you can form it into. And, and kind of the cool thing, this is what people love about Notion, is each row of that data is just another Notion page. Um, uh, another view they have is called the gallery view, which kind of shows um, it's actually like a square of each page. Um, and so that's the, that's the one that I figured people would want to use the most to kind of be able to uh, show pages um, that users could view and then like click on those um, like they're clickable tiles so yeah yeah this last week uh, that was one of the views that I actually implemented um, so potion will render those cool yeah that makes um, sense it, I think yeah it, it can kind of do the table view as well um, it's not perfect yet so there's definitely some like style kind of updates I need to make to the table so that one's kind of working but the other like four or five uh, data views I don't have uh, complete yet um, but the plan is definitely to get those done eventually um, but yeah so that was another that was a bigger thing that was probably what most of my week went on was this week was the getting that gallery view working yeah so it's basically like grid of cards that you can then click and you get to the next page right yeah yep yeah or you can set them to be like a just like a url so you can just go off to a different website um so you can just have a link there yeah. or so yeah those are are pretty useful for 
um, kind of like showcasing yeah, that's a pretty stuff common, on your website. Yeah, pretty common element on on regular websites, I guess, right? Yeah. But it, it sounds yeah. like you've got the basics, like all the base elements covered, and now it's just some edge cases like, you know, weird embeds or <laughs> super complicated data uh, data views that you can, you know, like display in different different views, so to say. Um, so yeah. It sounds pretty good, man. <laughs> yeah, and so I actually kind of like actually did like a, a well at first it was kind of a secret uh launch of early access and i started reaching out to some of the people on my wait list and i think i reached out to eight or nine people on the wait list um and asking them if they wanted to start using potion um start with a seven day free trial and i think out of that eight half of those responded already and said yes like they're they want to go ahead Perfect. um so yeah that was that was pretty cool um so i have a couple people using it already from there um and then i just i think yesterday tweeted about it on actually like asking for five other uh people that wanted to join early access um and and got five people that saw it on twitter um to to sign up for it um and so probably about two or three of those people are, are jumping in the product and, and working on their website. Um, so yeah, it's starting to get some feedback and, and, uh, so that's been good. Um, Sweet. so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of opening it up slowly is kind of my plan. Um, and just kind of have like a, a private early access and, uh, I'm just going to keep on kind of working on it, making it better for the use cases that those people have. Um, and then I'll, I'll, slowly add more people is kind of the plan yeah that sounds pretty good are you are you charging them already so i'm giving them all a seven day free trial and then um if they want to keep using it then they will have to pay um and i'm actually going to do six months to start out like they'll, they'll pay for six months yeah yeah um but my my pricing that i've landed on for right now is w one site for six dollars a month three sites for $12 a month and then eight sites for $18 a month. Um, but the early access, uh, people, folks, I am having them, uh, do six, uh, months at once, but then they get 20% off. Ah, okay. Um, on, on either any of one of those plans that they're actually using. So, yeah, I think that's smart because then they don't just use it like for a month and then drop off again. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, the main reason I kind of went that route is just because that was the easiest thing I could kind of manually do for billing uh -huh. um, to just set up an invoices for, oh, just do six months at a time, where I don't think with Stripe uh, invoices you can do uh, subscription, like monthly payments, uh, which obviously I'm going to have that set up eventually, but I just wanted to push that off, um, and so kind of doing it this way <laughs> instead. It's, it's funny that that's the reason, but <laughs> it also has some other benefits I see, man. Like you can, yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can actually, like you get some, some folks to talk to for those six months. That's like pretty cool. You get to like establish a little relationship with them. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see how it goes with that. Um, but with all that being said, like uh, I was happy with the things I got done, but I still just kind of feel overwhelmed with like, 
the different things that I still need to do. <laughs> so I, I just, I always, I feel like I just have um, a lot of things. Uh, yeah, kind of a lot of things to improve. And I think that's kind of what happens when you let people in the door is you're like, you know, you need to get it out there, let people start using it. And then once they start using it, I kind of feel like, oh man, I need to make this better because yeah. they ran into that thing. And, or, or, you know, maybe one of them like wanted a specific block that I don't have yet. So then the, those kind of things start coming up and you're like, yeah, oh man, yeah. there's all this, <laughs> there's all this stuff I still need to get, get going here. <laughs> I, I don't remember who said it, but somebody, I, I can't come up with the name. Somebody said it like, you know, the first day you open the doors, you start feeling behind because you, you have yeah. so much, so much stuff to do. And now the pressure is kind of, kind of real because people are using it and they like, you yeah. want to, you want to, you know, like give them your best work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <makes> sense. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like I didn't want to wait too much longer because like I have a product that people can use and that, that works for most you know, I, hopefully most of the basic use cases right now. So it's like, if I just kept pushing that off, uh, I wouldn't start learning, um, and knowing what people really want. So it, it, it does definitely add some motivation, but it also adds like, okay, this is what I need to work on because users are wanting these, these, these pieces. So, yep. No, it's perfect because then you get like the feedback cycle going with folks who are interested in using it. Right. Yeah. For sure. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much, pretty much me in a nutshell. Those are the, <laughs> the different things. Um, so yeah, how about you? I did not get too much done. <laughs> um, kind of wasting, I wouldn't say wasting, kind of using my, <laughs> my energy, uh, on some private stuff that's come up. Um, oh uh, yeah. Yeah, so my fiance will be gone in like a clinic for eight months, uh, eight eight weeks. Wow, eight months would be <laughs> crazy. Eight weeks is already too much, I feel. Um, yeah, wow. And because it's like in the middle of the pandemic, we won't be really able to see each other a lot. Like, I think we're allowed to meet like outside the clinic. <laughs> um, oh, but man. yeah, like it's freezing cold. It's actually snowing here. So, <laughs> so we probably won't like meet for an hour outside um and she's not allowed outside so yeah i mean it's not life or death or anything um it's kind of kind of calculated um we we kind of knew it was coming but it's mm -hmm. still now pretty uh, out of the blue so we expected yeah. it to be either early january which didn't happen or like end of the year and now they have some capacity and that yeah that just threw everything off for me <laughs> um at the same time because COVID got so bad over here i'm now forced to work from home uh, for a month or two yeah. so i'll be isolating a lot <laughs> yeah yeah that's pretty pretty crazy circumstances uh yeah i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't expect you to get much done in those circumstances uh, i yeah. wouldn't be able to for sure no i actually i, I kind of like that i'm in a situation where i can now prioritize spending time with my fiance for the next week before she's gone and then once she's once she's away i'll have all the time in the world anyway right so <laughs> um probably getting bored and can work on the product again but it's good to be like in the situation where i can actually 
uh, pump the brakes on everything um and you know like just spend spend the time with her um so yeah. that's good but also yeah it's like super distracting uh, from what i wanted to accomplish this month and taking out the wind of the sails basically yeah yeah i mean yeah that happens from time to time in in life and <clears throat> yeah i mean we can't we can't uh just work on things all the time because uh, ultimately that's life isn't all about work <laughs> yep um so it's it's good to be able to step away from that and, and not have to to work on things sometimes for sure yeah yeah exactly i mean i can still like use some time and think about stuff <laughs> so that's okay um actually kind of involved in a, in a debate on twitter right now about bundling or unbundling because that's what i'm doing with true fans right trying to mm-hmm. um, bundle a bunch of modules and um yeah i think that's something we should also at some point discuss a little bit more because notion is actually doing the same thing right and um i i think it's interesting that uh a lot of the tools or most of the tools that we use these days are more like small uh, single purpose tools and we end up using like five tools bundling them together ourselves with like zapier <laughs> and paying for all yeah. of them um i mean there is like there is a positive and a negative to both worlds i guess uh, because those single purpose tools do their job very well um but also sometimes you only use like 10 maybe 50 percent of what they offer um and yeah, yeah I'm, I'm i'm curious to find more products that are actually good examples of bundled products because i i have a hard time finding any um kind of looking for for some more competitors um or just other products that have like multiple use cases. because i just want to see how they position themselves how they market their different tools and just how they communicate like the you know like the width of or the the broad <laughs> you know like the the whole palette of of products or features they offer yeah because there's those kind of products have so many different value propositions based on yeah, yeah. the use case which there's just so many different use cases that yeah like how do they mark that i mean you mentioned zapier but in some ways yeah they're tying a lot of things together but kind of they in themselves can just you can just do so many different things with it that automation tools like that like those are maybe ones to look at of like how do they market what they do when you can kind of do so many different things with them yeah whereas i have to say though like zapier for example like they only do one thing right like they're just the automation tool Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so they have a pretty clear message there but yeah i mean i i kind of have yeah, a their, their message is kind of like we can connect anything yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it's easy for them but like if you're a tool that i i think what came up is like notion right notion is one of those examples like they have to-do lists they have spreadsheets they like they combine so many things in one and they also they kind of communicate the same way right they are like hey with a all-in-one toolkit for you know like work for everything um yeah i I just have a hard time finding more good examples of that um and so in one conversation that i was having somebody mentioned uh like the whole google suite of of products but that's kind of different because they're not really bundling it into one it's more like 
different products and they kind of exist under the same brand <laughs> yeah hmm so yeah, if I'm somebody out there more <laughs> examples yeah i was um, just gonna say if somebody out there has an idea but of i mean there, there's definitely there's definitely a lot of value in bundling things um and and i feel like we go in phases in in the tech industry of like bundling things and then we unbundle those things and then we bundle those things again <laughs> yep yeah i mean that's definitely happening and i'm actually yeah i just think it's so hard to to figure out how to how to sell that stuff like how do you how do you market it yeah it's also kind of yeah. like the opposite of you know like maybe it's not the opposite of find your niche i think you can still have a niche for a product that is bundled but i, I in my head it's kind of like colliding with that idea a little bit yeah, I mean, I feel like with bundling, like you can find that niche of people that kind of like you're talking about, like the people that only need the the 20% of each of those things <clears throat> that you're bundling together. And so maybe they don't have as advanced like use cases, like they kind of just need the the generic part of of each thing but they need all of them like that's like finding that group of people which is also probably hard is like okay they, <laughs> they don't need that deep into each uh kind of module but they need all the modules <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> so that's definitely something uh, i'm interested in if you have any good examples folks out there hit me up <laughs> i want to check that out what are what are people uh, arguing with you on that currently uh, on Twitter? Oh, it's not really arguing whether it's good or bad or anything. It's just like there are basically two schools of thought, so to say. And I'm just because I'm in the position of bundling with true fans. I'm kind of interested in how I best like get you know like how do I present that? Like do I just put out a marketing page that says, "Hey, here are like five use cases," and you know like you can be. I don't know, you could be like a developer, you could be like a small company, you could be in marketing and you can use um, true fans for very different purposes. Maybe that's mm -hmm. a good way to go. Um, or you try comparing it with other stuff, but that like that's a huge list, right? Because it's com like it's competing with a lot of uh, different products in a way. And the real value, however, I think is the, the actual bundling that you have it all in one place and you can access the data of different modules without having to, you know, like use Zapier or whatever and, you know, put it all together in a way um, or send it from A to B to C to D back to A. <laughs> um, yeah. But that's kind of hard to hard to tell folks. Yeah, I mean, do you think that will actually be like one of your main value propositions that you'll like try to sell like on the landing page? Like we, we bundle all these things that you need together with true fans. Um, so you can do this all in one place or something like that. Yeah. So my approach would be, and I don't know if that's smart or not. That's kind of what I'm trying to figure out is like, if I put on the front page, like, Hey, we're the all in one toolkit for customer success, let's say, and here's how we enable customer success. You know, like we provide tools for, I don't know, like real time chat, um, reward system and on page notifications um maybe a wait list and um yeah j just just 
bundle it together and make clear that you get all those different tools and you also can automate the data that you get from each module and use like reuse it with a with another module right um mm -hmm. so that's that's how I, i'm thinking right now and then also say or make clear that if you're like a big company with 50 plus folks folks who are actually like a dedicated team for customer success or onboarding you might have outgrown it right that might not be the the best fit then because then you yeah. might want to have like intercom for for on page chat maybe or crisp chat which does a lot of stuff also yeah yeah that makes sense that's that's a lot to to think through and and that will be kind of hard to that'll take some time probably to dial that to the the right uh scope of like what what it can do and which customers fit that yeah yeah so yeah i'm hmm it's it's pretty hard i feel um i have a vague idea of the team size and all the other companies that could use it but i don't know if i would like be able to communicate that very well at this point <laughs> yeah that positioning stuff is is tough <laughs> <laughs> yeah well any any other thing to mention um I don't think so. Um, so I did a little bit of coding. Um, just decided to give the notifications another go and uh, they are almost done. And I think if that module is done or when that module is done, um, I'll spend some time on the marketing page, which is why I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then just start, start putting folks on the wait list and maybe even let the first folks use it and also start using it for playgroup uh, for the marketing page and yeah see how it goes sounds good well uh yeah it'll be fun to see what you decide with the the positioning and how you're gonna handle that <clears throat> um with the the landing pages and stuff like that for sure so sweet well i think that's all we have for this episode um yeah if, if you guys uh enjoyed this um reach out to us on twitter if you have questions and uh we will talk to you in another episode see you next week <laughs>